Hello and welcome to Talk to Me. I'm your host, Max Ernst. And I'm, as always, Katie Ernst. Also a host. Yes. Even though she does not introduce herself that way. Well, okay. I, I feel like we need to start this over now. What? No. <laughs> That's how we're starting. Um, after our so introduction. So, so you think it should say, I am your host, Max Ernst, and I should say, I am your co-host, Katie Ernst? No, I'm your host, Katie Ernst. Okay. We're both hosts. Yeah. You've been upgraded <laughs> from co-host to host. Oh, Yay. Congratulations on the promotion. Um, anyway, we are here to talk to you about, well, voice-related things and all things related to voice. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the first thing we're going to talk to you about is Apple. Some news about Apple and Siri came out this week um, or this past couple weeks since our last episode. Um, the first thing is that Apple has announced that they are cutting production of the HomePod, which was their you know, response to Google and Amazon. And they, well, I mean, that's the response is they're cutting it. Um, it has not sold nearly as well as they expected it to. Um, estimates put their sales at roughly 10% of the uh, market share for February and March, um, which puts them well behind Amazon. Um, Obviously. And <laughs> also behind Google. Um, but But also from what I read, they were expecting to have, you know, a lower market share obviously you know amazon two years ago had like 90 some percent market share and as of this last year amazon had like 75 percent with google home having like 20 and then the rest being to like random others i guess and then um so you know Am or apple rather was you know assuming that it was going to like start out obviously low because it's new but that it would be you know increasing but that they had a pretty decent start with what they expected. They expected to be at 10%, but they expected to kind of be like going up from there, but they had a decent start and then it just like plummeted. Like yes, after they had very pre high pre-orders or they had high for them pre-orders uh, right. about what they were expecting. Um, and then actually once people started to buy it, well, they didn't start to buy it. That was sort of the whole issue. Yeah, after people pre-ordered it, after like the Apple fanboy types or fangirl types were like, ooh, I have to have an Apple product, then nobody thereafter bought it, which makes sense because basically um, everybody acknowledges, I don't think anyone even tries to argue that Siri absolutely just sucks compared to Google Assistant or Amazon Alexa. So um, therefore, the only thing that apple could compete on would be their sound quality their whole thing was we're not selling this as a voice assistant that has a very good speaker they were selling it as we have this awesome speaker that like you can kind of talk to to get it to play your music but when all of the um reviews started coming out it was saying like yeah the speaker's good it's better than say you know an echo dot or a you know a google home mini but if you compared it to sonos or you compared it to even to the high-end google products it wasn't any better so if it if its sound quality isn't superior to everyone else and its assistant is definitively like subpar why would you buy it other than you're some sort of apple fanboy or fangirl but it actually you know it's funny i, I Normally, I would be like, oh, why, why are you saying fanboy? It could be fangirl. But there was actually data that said that it was like over 90% of pre-orders were men. I don't know. And obviously, there are a lot of women who love Apple. So it's not like only men love Apple products. But for some reason, men like were really interested in the 
what is it called? The HomePod. The HomePod. Um, but yeah, but then basically after those idiot men bought it and then realized, hmm, it's not actually that great. And I paid, I paid, what is it, like 550 bucks? It's something like that. Something I've seen. It was really expensive compared to even the equivalent, like premium products from Google or Sonos or whatever. And, um, it's like, it's not really better. And Siri sucks. And they don't seem to be doing anything to improve Siri. It would be one thing if they were like, okay, okay, guys. We get it. Siri sucks. Like, she can't do anything. You ask her a question, and if you have your iPhone, of which I have an iPhone, so I, I experience this on a daily basis, then, like, right now, she's just like, oh, let me Bing that for you, and I will show you, like, Bing results. So, of course, any, like, reasonable person will be like, you know, Siri, Google, such and such. But no matter how you ask her a question, she doesn't actually tell you an answer. She just gives you a search result, which it's like, Okay, I guess you saved me the time of literally typing in search on the phone, but if you're, say, driving in your car or you're doing something to where you want to use voice, which is why you're talking to her, you want a voice response. You don't want her to just give you a, you know, text result that you then have to read. Right. Especially since you you can trigger Siri when she's plugged in, right? And say, hey, Siri, and it'll respond back to you. Like, you can ask it to do things. That's right. Right? What do you mean? Like you don't have to press the button to hold down like. Or I do on my phone. I thought you can't just if your phone is plugged in. I thought you could say "Hey Siri" and she's listening. You can listening set to the you. options to make it so that Siri is always listening, so that you can do the "Hey Siri" thing. But I mean, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Who does that? But I mean, I haven't. But I anyway. just mean that the point being one is that could, yeah. You could do that, and therefore you're not actually near your phone to read the results of what you've just asked Siri to Google for you. Right. If you want to talk to her then presumably you want to at least have the option of having her give you a result back. And especially if you've bought a $550 HomePod or whatever their price is, it's right between $500 and $600, whatever it is. Um, you certainly want that thing doesn't have a screen. No. Like, at which, you know, I thought it was a little bit ridiculous that the um, Echo Show, which does have a screen, plus what was it, like $300 without a discount? $250. $250? Okay. Whatever. I thought that was expensive. Let alone, you want me to spend $500 and then she can't even answer any questions for me? Like, that's ridiculous. Why Why would anyone spend that amount of money? It's no wonder nobody's buying their stupid product. I, I don't understand what they're thinking. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought it was interesting. And the article I read about it that, like I said, they Apple had about 10% of the market share for that time period um, estimated um, for the HomePod. Um, and it's sort of closest competitor specifically is Sonos. And Sonos had about 2%, which of course Sonos also has Alexa on it. So therefore Amazon really has like 77%. Um, which actually on- my understanding about Sonos, just FYI, and I did not read up on this to, for this podcast, but my understanding about Sonos is that you can actually use multiple assistants on it. But anyway. Oh, I could check. I thought the article I said read this was the Alexa enabled one. Okay. But, um, okay. Regardless, I was... A little surprised that Sonos was that far below Apple, um, just because, well, we do podcasts, and therefore we listen to a lot of podcasts, and you hear a lot about Sonos on podcasts, but if you went by a podcast, everyone would be eating Blue Apron and, you know, sleeping on Casper mattresses. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I was a little surprised that ca- that uh, Sonos was so low in comparison um, to the rest of them. Well, I mean, but obviously, then- Sonos also just isn't going to have the the reach that an apple is you That's know true. just by releasing it but yeah um yeah and i mean they're obviously high end but 
Google's high end, uh, the Google Max is high end, and Apple HomePod is high end in one sense. But then again, going back to the reviews of it, were that this isn't as good as the Google Max. Um, is that what their high end Google thing is called? Yeah, Google Max. I don't know why I never, I don't, I didn't remember that because that's a dumb name. But anyway, go uh, on. it was again in the article that I was reading about it. This information. So, but yeah. Anyway, I was a little surprised by by just sort of the the array of um, or the the percentages that they had of the market share. Um, but given that Apple is cutting production of the HomePod, my guess is they will not be con- continuing at ten percent for the next few months of the uh, share of the marketplace. But um, anyway. Um, that sort of leads us into another discussion about Apple. Um, there was another interesting article uh, from VoiceBot that we came across this week. Um, VoiceBot.ai, just yes, in case VoiceBot. anyone wants to look AI. that. Yep, go ahead. Yes, the article itself will be linked to in the show notes, um, as usual. Um, He's rolling his eyes at me, but go on. No, I'm not. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the <laughs> outline to remember what I was going to say about this article. Um, the, the article was comparing sort of Apple's attitude to voice assistants and uh, the the appearance of Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home um, to BlackBerry's reaction to Apple itself back in 2007, 2008. Um, and I thought it made a, many good points. Um, yes. Specifically that in a lot of ways, Apple was in the same position that Amazon was in at the time where... Um, there was someone that already occupied the space, BlackBerry in this case. And BlackBerry was the, for those of you who remember, the preeminent mobile <laughs> device. It was, I remember uh, I used to be a lawyer and Katie is a lawyer and was a lawyer at that point in time as well. And everyone had Blackberries and they were the only things you could use and people were so impressed by Blackberries. Ooh, and this okay. was 2007, by the way. Can I, can I say something about that too? Because actually this made me think about that. So... The first person that I remember owning a um, iPhone was one of the partners at my law firm. And at that time, if you had any kind of smartphone, you had a BlackBerry, obviously. I didn't, I didn't have a smartphone at all, but like, you know, super high-powered lawyers, they all did. And I was just starting out as an attorney. And I remember reading at the time about how specifically, I think it was like two attorneys that like you should not have a iPhone because they were not as encrypted and as safe as BlackBerry was and that you could potentially be committing some kind of malpractice by using an iPhone because if somebody hacked you, then, you know, you could be held liable for this uh, against your clients or whatever. And I remember saying something to the partner of my firm saying like, aren't you worried about that? And he was like, whatever, it's not a problem at all. And then, as it turned out, like, I've never heard anything about that since. So, apparently, like, that didn't turn out to be a thing. No, and Apple's, like, the biggest privacy proponent, so to speak. Or they, they yeah, take I the mean, most now, steps like, regarding Cook privacy. Is, exactly. His so. whole thing is that, like, they're way more private than everyone else. So, I, I just find that interesting. And I think, and, and part of why, I remember reading an article where part of why BlackBerry thought that they were going to continue to be the preeminent like um smartphone was because for like you know serious business people and lawyers etc they would never trust an iphone because it's not you know secure enough 
and then like now blackberry is question mark like of course it doesn't even really exist anymore my the judge that i work for actually still owns a blackberry and every few days i make fun of him about it and i'm like dude like you really need to get an iphone i don't say dude to the there, judge but you there's know. service that <laughs> provided to blackberry i just read an article saying that there's some like they're like i don't know if they're in receivership or what but like they're not like a real company anymore but like yeah there's somebody that still like provides service and they're saying they're they they are promising to continue to provide it until 2020 but it's question mark after then but yeah no no there are still people with blackberries believe it or not like and because he loves having like the you know where you press the actual yeah. buttons he likes the buttons and i'm like like oh it'll be fine like you just need an iphone but yeah yeah that well that i understand because actually the first smartphone that we both got was one that had a keypad an actual physical keypad yeah, it, was an it, was one of, it was an android uh slider type phone um and i remember thinking at the time like i can't imagine not having a keypad on the screen and so we wanted a keypad and then that android much- was terrible but it was, that time. And, I, and that's what I was going to say is as much as it sounds like us just like talking about like our previous experiences with, te- with technology and, and it is, I, I also think that's, this is where Apple is going wrong, where for a long time, there were a lot of people that had like weird complaints like, oh, I, I want a touchpad or, oh, you know, BlackBerry has this or that. But it's like Amazon was just a far, um, Amazon, Apple was just a far superior product. Like the iPhone was just such a far superior product to the you know compared to the blackberry at the time and alexa is just a far superior product to siri and it's it's a way that people prefer to interact with any type of device it's much easier to say to your device i want to do x than it is to have to like pull up a menu and type in whatever and the fact that apple doesn't get that at all i mean there there was an interview with tim cook who's the ceo of of apple if you don't know that um, a couple of months ago, and this was before the HomePod came out, but he was asked, oh, you know, what are you, what is your answer to Amazon Alexa or Google Home? And his answer was like, yeah, 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 we're coming out with one of those music speakers you can talk to. And I was just like, oh, man, you don't get it. Like, this is not a music speaker that you can, like, talk to. This is a voice assistant that will play your music. Like, that, to me, is what he doesn't get. It's a voice assistant that can do so many things for you, including playing music. He viewed it as, like, oh, we're trying to promote Apple Music. Because that's the other thing. The HomePod only allows you to use Apple Music. You can't use Spotify. You can't use, I mean, obviously you can't use Amazon Music. You can't use anything. Well, there there's how many millions of Spotify users? Like, and you're going to spend $600, $500, whatever. I'm going to start just making up numbers. You're going to spend $9,000 for a HomePod and you can't even listen to Spotify? This is ridiculous. What are you thinking? Yeah, no. And I mean, and he's made other comments about like how his view of what Amazon is, which is that, um, but well, of what smart speakers are, so to speak. Um, which is he's said before, like, you know, you always have your phone with you and therefore the phone is still the future. And aside from the fact, there's lots of problems with this. The first is that, well, Google has Android. Yes. And therefore Google also has a very good um, voice assistant. And also just FYI, you can download Google Assistant on your iPhone, which I have done, and it works so much better. But once you're used to using Google Assistant or Amazon Alexa, you know, anytime, if whenever you're used to using Assistant that's not Siri, you get so mad about what Siri can't do. But obviously, because that's not native to your phone, yeah, you can download 
you know, Google Assistant on your phone, but it's not going to open your, you know, email it, app. Yeah, or it's not going to be gonna... nearly as functional or as useful as if it were native to the phone. No, and I have been, I, I would not call myself an Apple fangirl, but sitting in front of me right now is a MacBook Air. Max and I both have iPhones. We have shared calendars. We have shared notes. Like we're very accustomed to using Apple products, but I am very seriously considering the next time that we change phones to switch over to a Google Pixel just because I prefer Google Assistant. And it's really frustrating when I'm driving or even just, you know, not driving that I can't talk to my phone and make it do things. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and the article we were I was reading about this also pointed out that BlackBerry's response to Apple was, oh, who wants this like little toy colorful thing uh, that lets you play games? Like BlackBerry is for serious people, like where you can type and send messages and things like that. They don't have silly games on it. And of course, what made Apple so popular and you know Android continued is their app stores. Yes. Your ability to have third-party things on the phone that just make it both entertaining and useful and something you want to have around you all the time. That's what BlackBerry didn't see. And in a lot of what Apple has said about Siri and about their products, they don't see the value that you know the Alexa skill store has and that the Google um, Action store has. That you know the third-party apps are actually what make it useful and what right. made people want to use it and they're so they're in the exact same position blackberry was with regard to this so the question is do they become blackberry or do they become you know something more or no, go the way honestly, of apple of like you know prior to 2000 you know no prior and to i am jobs i am back. praying that they get it sooner rather than later because like i said we both have iPhones. I have a Mac. Like I, it all. I, I have all this stuff because it all works together very well. But if they can't make the voice assistant work, I'm going to switch, and then I'm going to have to deal with learning new things. And I don't want to learn new things. So hopefully they get it together. But I don't know. I, I don't foresee them getting it together within the next year or two. And within the next year or two, I'm going to be like upgrading my phone. So, I, you know, I'm going to be getting a Pixel. Right. And Apple has the other added problem which is that um in the united states you know iphone and android are the two predominant market players in phone phones um but in the rest of the world iphone is a very very small player in comparison to android um so you're talking about like worldwide apple seriously losing, potentially losing out to google um which of course um it's always better to have more competition so that in theory these things all get better rather than just having Google Assistant everywhere. but Right, so hopefully they figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, changing topics, um, we have, we're also going to talk about um, other news that uh, Amazon came out with this week, uh, which is that they just launched a program called Alexa Blueprints, which allows you, the user, regular user of Amazon products, or even if you don't, you can become one, um, to build simple skills, either for yourself or we presume for the skill store. Um, it looks like you can. So, and by that, he means you can either make one for yourself or make it generally make publicly one. available. Yeah, make it publicly available. Exactly. Um, the information on it was a little hazy in that regard. But um, what this basically allows you to do, they have a bunch of preset templates. So you, um, they're really pushing trivia games and uh, short interactive stories. Um, things like that, where you can basically write out questions or write out a story 
and it will do all the coding will take place on the back end. You never, never have to look at, touch, or see, or imagine a piece of code. Um, and it will become a skill that you can use on your Alexa. Right. Basically, there's just like, you know, there's a form you can fill out and then it'll make it a skill. So like the, the example is, for instance, imagine that you're having a bachelorette party and you want to have a trivia game for all of the, you know, women going to it where you, you know, answer questions about the couple or imagine that you're having, you know, grandma and grandpa over and you want to have a quiz about the grandkids or those are both quizzes, but there could also be like something where it gives people very specific and relevant compliments or, or, or even, uh, yeah, I think that one of the examples was you have a greeting for people who come to your house as house guests that you have them that have Alexa read off like here's the bathroom here's where the towels are like or yeah there was one for like for babysitters like you could be like you know hey uh, Alexa like tell me the babysitting whatever and then like you know then you could have Alexa tell her like oh here are the emergency contacts and like here's when the kids go to bed and here's when blah 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 like whatever so you can make specific skills that are relevant to you but then also you could make like Max said interactive stories it specifically mentioned a story about a prince and princess, which I'm not saying was based off of uh, select a story, our skill, but I'm not saying it's not based off of that. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, um, exactly. <laughs> it was based entirely off that we gave them the idea. <laughs> um, these the, There have been programs that have existed that are independently produced. Uh, one of them is Storyline, which uh, we talked about Kids Court before. Kids Court used Storyline to create itself. Um, well not so create basically itself. The people they're... that made Kids Court used Storyline to create it. And this was a program that allowed you to just write out a write out a story, basically, or a script, and it would create all the code for you to put it up on um, Amazon. Um, so now Amazon's doing it itself. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, yeah, so basically it makes you wonder what's going to happen to those um, companies because Storyline – Still allows you to, I think, do more things than maybe what yeah. Alexa or The blueprints seem to be limited to, like, certain ideas. Again, like, a pre-filled type of form um, where it's much more guiding you. But but still, I mean, Storyline also didn't allow you to do everything you could do if you knew how to code. I mean, we looked initially into using Storyline when we made Select a Story, but it didn't allow us to do everything that we wanted to do. And it's not like what we were doing was super, super complicated. So. Yeah, it's allowed more now. It's, it's it's expanded rather quickly. But again, right. Amazon is Amazon and can expand equally as quickly. Right. So, so it makes you think that maybe those third-party programs aren't going to last for very long in the sense of like if you can get it free through amazon why wouldn't you yeah but um yeah i mean i think it's cool that amazon is letting you do this i mean that's obviously kind of the dream is that you have this voice assistant and it does whatever you wanted to and like the idea that you could have like a even just like a um like a dinner party and you have your guests over and then you say you know alexa like you know I don't know, tell my guests a story or something. And then like, it's something relevant to your actual party. I mean, I think that's super cool. And I think it's something that a lot of people would like. I, I, I personally, my first question was, can you make it available in the skill store? When we looked into it just before taping, it looked like you probably could. And so then my question was, is there any risk 
that you could, especially since one of their examples was making like a bachelorette party game. Like what if you made some sort of untoward bachelorette party game and say you're an attorney who works for a judge in a county and you don't want those questions to be made publicly available and they use people's actual names because you think it's just for your house. And like now it accidentally is like, being broadcast to anybody who asks for it that sounds problematic I, i'm not saying that will happen i don't know that that will happen i'm just saying i'm a little concerned about it well, i would want to look into it more before i would start <laughs> doing things like that you do have to take an affirmative step to try to get something published in the skill store generally so you're talking about some sort of error that would happen in a mass way that was problematic because there are lots of there are lots of there are lots of skills and a lot lots of apps that people have developed that live in their developer accounts that never see the light of day um so if, if you're talking about what you're talking about is something would have gone wrong where all of those are activated or some segment of those are activated and it's a okay. it's a very difficult okay. thing to let have me happen. say i'm sure that amazon was smart enough to have set it up such that that doesn't like automatically become public and i'm sure they're smart enough to have done that however the idea that there could never be any kind of bug to where people could see some kind of skill that you made that you didn't make quote-unquote public but that exists somewhere on amazon's mainframe i'm just saying like that is not at all hard to imagine that some malefactor could see this thing that you made i'm just saying I wouldn't put anything on there that you wouldn't want your grandma to see is all I'm saying. Well, you could always have the issue of your grandma visits your house and says something near Alexa and Alexa responds back with, oh, here's the bachelor party game you created. <laughs> or here's the That's here's true. the nighttime fun times game you created. <laughs> oh, gosh. I didn't even think about that. That's a good Because oh, she I'm... is known to come on randomly, say things. And... Exactly. Oh, my gosh. See, this is the tip of the iceberg. I didn't even think about that. Imagine you were like, okay, like, you know, things are like not saucy enough in my home life, my relationship. I'm going to make some like crazy, like striptease Alexa game for myself and my husband. And then you call it something that you think is innocuous, but grandma, you know, her speech isn't particularly clear. And she says, Alexa, so-and-so. And now all of a sudden it's telling grandma to take her shirt off. I don't know that that's a good thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Or you could have a situation where like you create like, uh, an Amazon music list that is your like fun time sexy music <laughs> and you hit pause on it and you say Alexa pause and your four year old has learned the only thing she knows how to say to Alexa which is Alexa next <gasps> oh that happened to a friend of ours recently not the sexy time part just yes. the Alexa next part that's, that's, that's a from. good point that's right yes our friend we have friends who have a four year old who just she can only say one thing to Alexa, which is Alexa next, where she understands her. Obviously, she can say lots of things to her. She right, because she said that in our house. And when she said it, then Hamilton started playing again. Because if you remember from season or from episode <laughs> one, I'm obsessed with Hamilton. But yeah, if we had had fun time sexy music playing, that would be not cool. Yes. I think that that's very low end on the likelihood of happening. But... I'm just saying, if you have some type of quiz or some type of game or some type of whatever that has some type of fun time, sexy, anything in it, at some point, someone's version of that is getting out into the public. And so I'm just saying maybe you shouldn't do it. I don't know. For those of our paranoid listeners, <laughs> we bring you Paranoid <laughs> Moments by Katie. Um... Okay, we'll see. In a year, if no one's fun time, sexy, anything has gotten out, I mean, 
she has laughed at people randomly because like people accidentally set her off and then she laughs like so i mean at the minimum your example could definitely happen where you're just having a conversation with your in-laws that are visiting you and then something untoward comes out if you programmed it to say something untoward so maybe you should think about that yeah anyway um the next thing we're going to talk about is our spotlight of the week it's not a skill this week so it can be spotlight skill of the bye week uh it's just the spotlight because we were actually going to talk about um gimlet media the podcast company that i'm sure you all are familiar with you should uh, be if you're not you really need to listen to startup you really need to listen to reply all and those are my two top ones but i listen i literally listen to like fifth like 12 to 15 Gimlet podcasts. They also just recently had a new television show that's based off the startup called Alex Inc., which honestly was a little bit disappointing, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, if you're not familiar with Gimlet, the podcast company, you should totally look into, like I said, at least Reply All and Startup. But go on, Max. Well, if you're not familiar with Gimlet, uh, there's also NPR has podcasts. <laughs> and um, we're not entirely sure how you came across this. Um, if you're not familiar with Gimlet. Um, there are people. There are a lot of people. But anyway, go on. Continue um, talking about Gimlet. I the mean, point about being the new is podcast. that they have a new podcast out. It is a fictionalized podcast. It's called uh, Sandra. And the conceit behind it is that Sandra is basically Alexa. Um, yeah. She's a smart device that exists in people's home. Smart assistant, yeah. Yeah, smart assistant. Um, and, you know, you talk to her like Alexa. Um, but what's actually happening is that Rather than there being, you know, AI or a computer behind everything, there's actually a very large building somewhere in rural Oklahoma where people go to work every day and they basically just Google things that you ask her well, and we give don't you know answers. That. But basically there's people that work there, yeah, and they give the answers. And so the uh, and it's like famous actors on yes. the show. Cause it's, it it's, stars it's, Kristen Wiig is one of the actresses. And there's Christian Bale? No, no, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, sorry. And then there's <laughs> the girl that's from um, Arrested Development with all the. She was young. And she has the all girl the, who plays Maybe. Yeah, yeah, the girl who plays Maybe. That's her name. All right, there, uh, Alia Shawcott. Okay. Which I never knew her name before, but anyway, um, anyway, that that's who's actually plays Sandra. Or no, Sandra is the voice assistant. She's the one who she's plays the main character. She's the main character, and yeah, so. Basically, like, I, 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 no spoilers other than, like, maybe the first half of the first episode, which the episodes are only, like, 25 minutes long, and they have, like, seven <laughs> or more ads per episode, so it's very not much. Um, she, she, like, is, you know, going to apply for a job. They give her some kind of, like, personality test. Um, it, it, it doesn't seem to get any information out of her, and then she... They, they determine that she's going to be the person who answers the question for birds, which she knows nothing about birds. And, and the reason that I bring this up is I didn't understand the whole conceit. So I was like, so there's people that are like Googling things really fast and then giving the answers so that when they give the answers, the wording sounds more conversational because the way it's delivered to the person you know, in, in the show is, is it sounds like a robot that's talking to you. Like, I, like the person, I guess, talks in a microphone and then gets tr- turned into robot voice, basically, you know, the same Alexa robot voice. And she didn't know anything about birds. But then when they start asking her questions, she like knows things immediately, like much faster than any human being would be able to Google. So number one, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how is she getting them the information so fast? But then secondly, 
she, I don't know, Max, now I'm like losing my train of thought. You, well, I'm not sure what your train of thought was going, so I can't continue (laughs) that. Yes, this is what I was thinking. So the idea is, so there are, so there's one person that does birds and there's one person that does like allergies and there's one person that does like whatever, like any topic, there's a human being that answers questions about that topic. My question all along, and this is not, not only is this not satisfactorily answered from the podcast, in fact, it is really brought into question through things that happen later that I'm not going to spoil for you, is, but if the device is theoretically learning more about you and getting to know you through your interactions, to because the whole idea of them having more, you know, human beings pretend to be Sandra is that they wanted to seem more human is like if one person answers questions about birds and another person asks questions about allergies like there will be no memory between one person and the other this is exactly what max and i were talking about in our last podcast episode which is that the only way for voice assistants to really get to know you better and to give you better answers is for it to listen to you all the time so that it really knows you to where it gives you answers that are relevant to you but that can happen if every time you talk to the assistant, you're talking to essentially a, a brand new person. Yeah. The whole show just didn't make a lot of sense. I was very disappointed because I love Gimlet. I love Alex Bloomberg, who is like the CEO of Gimlet. Like, I want to say like great things. I'm the one that like heard about this podcast. I was like, I'm going to listen to this and we're going to talk about the podcast. It must be great. And I just, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was underwhelming, I would say. Um I mean, underwhelming is honestly an overstatement. It's, I like the idea of it and certain things, certain aspects of it were carried out well. And actually the more time they spent with the jokes about um, how, how you interact with a smart speaker and like some of the answers they give back to you were well done. But the overall tone of it was very odd. Like it has a tone that I'm not a fan of to begin with, which is that sort of like, it's like The Office if all the awkward comedy was taken out of it. So it's like, it, basically what he's saying is, is and I, I, I actually like this type of show more than Max does, but still, it, it's kind of like that show that's supposed to be a comedy, but it's just sad the whole time. Yes. So it's not really a drama, but it's also not a comedy. It just makes you feel kind of depressed by the time you're listening, done listening to it. So That's why I said The Office without the awkward comedy. That would be a very depressing show most of the time. Yep, that's true. That's true. Um, with like random like 30 Rock style bits thrown in every now and then. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't that great. And it does have a lot of commercials for a show that had episodes ranging from like 19 to 25 minutes. It had a good five or six minutes of commercials easily. Yeah, um, it really did. And the other thing it did with the commercials was that it, Almost everyone who advertised on the show, uh, including Casper mattresses and um, things unrelated to technology. Right, but Mozilla was the mean. Yes, but um, there were ones unrelated to technology. They all used the same idea in their ads of having this other smart speaker interacting with like another person in the ads. And therefore, it was very confusing at first to listen to. Um, Right, because basically the ads sounded like they were part of the program since most of the story 
again, is about this voice assistant named Sandra. So there was a lot in the actual podcast that was listening to a voice assistant. And so then when the ads themselves also were someone talking to a voice assistant, it was very confusing as to what was the ads and what and what wasn't. Right. Like, was this the end of it or is it going to keep going? Like, am I supposed to be paying attention now or can I ignore the next two minutes as you talk to me about mattresses? So, um. yeah, I was really disappointed. And I actually, this is like, neither here nor there but uh there were two podcasts that came out on the same day which were both this last week one was sandra and one was called like habitat i think which was a, a a true like it's not a fiction podcast it's like a true podcast about people that lived in this like dome essentially to uh make it seem like it was mars to for nasa to see what it's like for people to live on mars and i was like oh that sounds really interesting there's gonna be all this drama of like people living in this like dome or something and and, and like unlike episode four of seven, they were like, yeah, we're not going to say anything bad about anybody and we're not going to talk about the sex we may or may not be having the end. Like the whole podcast was really boring. It was like there, you had a, a year worth of audio for this. Anyway, I was very disappointed. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Max is looking at me strangely because he's like, I didn't know you're going off about this. I didn't. And <laughs> I feel bad for you. I mean not something i would have listened to to begin with so i it sounded like it was gonna be really interesting and it just wasn't should wait for the reviews to tell you whether or not it's interesting okay so i'm telling you review don't listen to either of those ones but go on <laughs> don't and listen I... to the thing we spotlighted for but the week. do yeah. listen to reply all because it's really good yes we know from one of your previous statements about i, reply I know i'm bringing it up again because <laughs> it's really good which is another reason you should already know about gimlet um, anyway, so that was our spotlight of the week, which we don't actually recommend you listen to, but it does exist if that's the type of... Well, we're putting a spotlight on it. We're not saying it's good. We're, I mean, you can put a spotlight True. on cockroaches. Like, it doesn't make you no, like them. they run them. away. Uh, they will. That's the point. Like, so... And I'm sure that these podcasts are running away. Well, anyway. Um, up next is the Rant Not a Wheel. And this bye week on the Rant Not a Wheel is not Apple or Siri, because we already devoted a whole section to it. But there are, you cannot speed up audiobooks on Amazon Alexa. Uh, Alexa is not ter- does not keep a record of your timers, so you don't know how much time has passed. In other words, you can't compare your timers to well, previous don't ran it. Don't pre-rant it. I'm just giving more clarification. Um, uh, the other thing, another thing is that the um, devices do not seem to talk to each other that well about notifications. Uh, there is defaulted explicit music on Amazon Alexa. Oh, I'm talking about that one. The Amazon hoodie gift from, oh, I, I assume this is from March or February. I don't know. Whatever. I'm wearing it now. Now I want to talk about that one. And um, Netflix. So, I want to talk about any of these. I'll, I'll spin it for you and we'll see what comes up. Okay. Oh, Max, what what is it on the wheel? Uh, it's the Amazon hoodie gift. I'm taking that one. Okay, go ahead because I don't really care that much about the rest of these to rant about them. <laughs> but yeah, Amazon sends out a gift um, if you develop a skill for their store, which, you know, in light of a blueprint, that, could become, wondering. A, that could become a huge thing if all these right. people are just like putting all their stuff and then they get the free gift. Because yeah. you also, if you get it more than 100 users within a month, you also get an Echo Dot. Interesting. No, because um, we literally own like nine... No, I think we literally own like seven or eight Echo Dots at this point for various reasons, which if somebody, if you rate our, no, no, not rate, but if you, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. When you, on iTunes or whatever, like when you review, if you review us on iTunes this week 
and then email us about how you reviewed us on iTunes. We will put you in a drawing to give you an Echo Dot. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. That's anyway, not part of the rant, though. That's not so part of the rant. Back to the rant. Back to the rant. Of... Okay, back to the rant. Um, but anyway, so Amazon gives you a um, gift um, aside from the Echo Dot if you get it. And for, I'm guessing this is for February, um, they sent a hoodie. And the hoodie is less than good. Um, it, okay, your rant needs to be much angrier because it is wor- much <laughs> worse than less than good. Go it on. looks like it was designed for a preschooler and by a preschooler. No, and, and it's like coming apart. Like, what is this? Right now, you can't see me. I am pulling on this like giant string that is coming apart from the hoodie. Go on, Max. You're not ranting enough. More ranting. This is how I rant and choose to rant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the the design quality of it is I mean, it sort of lets you know how Amazon came across their design of their website. <laughs> um, although it doesn't look like that. It looks like a child's version of that. It's what just, is this font? It's just like, it's a font that's this slightly better than comic. Like, and I'm holding two fingers together because, you know, podcast is a visual medium. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, this, like this slightly Sans. above, yeah, Comic Sans. Slightly above it. Um, it's faded. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be faded necessarily. Uh, it's not the best design, I would say. And yes, I'm knocking a free hoodie that Amazon sent me for no well, good reason. But still, a it's good like, reason you meet you meet a, a a skill for their store. Right, and they are benefiting like, from it. Looks it looks like somebody took an. It looks like an iron-on patch. It doesn't look like a. That they forgot half the patch of. Yeah, it doesn't look like like a real like. Max used to. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. <laughs> I actually used to work for a company that made um custom designed clothing like this and they never would have printed something like this no, because it looks it's terrible embarrassing. um so yeah that's my rant on the 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 free gift from i get like i said february or january one of those two months i demand an apology from amazon if we don't get it then we'll just make fun of them again that's all <laughs> anyway uh, I will spin the rant wheel for you. Okay, uh, spin it. Oh, I have to say what I got. Okay, I think I said I was going to talk about something else, but now I'm looking at defaulted explicit music, and I'm going to rant about that because I'm super old. Okay, so I'm going to start this rant over because in my last version of the rant, I mentioned that I'm super old and... Uh, now it bothers me that Alexa defaulted to playing explicit music. And when I mentioned that, for instance, when I asked Alexa to play Forgot About Dre, she started playing not Forgot About Dre. She started playing, what was that? I don't know, but it's still playing. I couldn't get it to stop. <laughs> I just turned the volume down. I know I know the band, man. If I could think of it off the top of my head, it's, oh, what is that one? They play. It sounds like Imagine Dragons. <sighs> Imagine Dragons. That's it. I was like, the one where they breathe in and breathe out. But whenever I say the one where they breathe in and breathe out, you never know the band. And it's always the same brand. It's Imagine Dragons. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, that was the band. Um, no. So it's like, I am. I have children. I have a two-year-old and a zero-year-old, as my older daughter likes to say. She's 10 months old. And um, so I love Forget About Dre. But what I don't love more, like even the, the F words, eh, you know, whatever. But 
if my two-year-old star two-year-old starts busting out with the n-word that would be really problematic and she doesn't understand like that you can't just sing along with every word of like the rap songs that like listening to therefore if i'm going to listen to forgot about dre i need to listen to the not explicit version but even if you say a play you know forgot about dre not explicit or whatever she she doesn't know she just like starts busting out with n-words everywhere it's not helpful for my child that's all i'm saying and like so i feel like there should be at least like an option within the phone the app or whatever to make it such that the not explicit version is defaulted because while historically before i had children i was all about the not explicit version and let me tell you on the mic when i am at karaoke i can bring forgot about dre i still take out the n-words but i'm just saying i can bring forgot about dre and all of its explicitness other than n-words but i don't want that for my kids is all i'm saying this is a valid rant thank you anyway (laughs) (laughs) that has been all for this week um this has been talk to, to me. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me. I got it right this time. You started saying us. <laughs> I actually started saying talk with me is what I started to say. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> uh, this has been <laughs> Talk to Me on Voice First FM. Uh, as Katie said, listen to us. Uh, rate us in Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, Google, wherever you hear this. And, and if you email us, do we have emails? You'll put it on the... The yeah, show emails notes. on our website. Okay, yes. If you email us and you show us where you rated and reviewed us, we will put you in a drawing to get a Apple. No, not no, Apple. You don't show. want that. An Echo Show. That's the thing yes, you actually want. We have want. lots of Apple HomePods just lying around. <laughs> no, yeah. We're, we we are the ten percent of the market share that no, bought them. We're not. We're not. But yeah. So this has been uh, talk. Oh, what's the name? Talk of to me. <laughs> oh, talk to me. That's the name of it again. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, I'm Max. And I'm still Katie. <laughs> and we are we are out of here for the day. Okay, bye. bye.